Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, everybody. You are listening to Shutdown Fullcast. I am a regular weekly host, Roger Sherman. Uh, thank you for tuning in wherever you are in the world. Uh, let's talk to our friends. We have college football editor Jason Kirk. How are you doing, Jason? Uh, I'm doing well, Roger. It's good to hear your voice again. It's been uh, exactly seven days since last we spoke over the airwaves. Yeah, there's nothing uh, out of routine about that at all. So it's it's regular, it's normal, and I yeah. can set most of my bodily functions by when I speak to you and how many hours uh, it has been since. Do you do that? Yeah. Well, I don't have to, like, monitor it. And, you know, my body Did, just sort of mm-hmm. notes. Did you notice the leap second this past week, that it was one second longer than normally that we talked? Yeah, it, I felt a, sort of a deep hunger because of that. It helped that so, we, we started this podcast without the technical difficulties of last week's stuff, so we made up for that leap second. The other yeah. voice you're hearing, of course, is SB Nation Managing Editor, Ryan Nanny. Mm-hmm. That's me. That's what I do. He's with us. I, I, I don't know what my job is, but thank Roger just gave it to me, so that's fun. Uh, no, that's what it always is and always has been. You should have read the fine print on your contract. I'm sorry. <laughs> contract. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you know how we're all, you know, we're all traveling members of a band in 1950. <laughs> <laughs> we got paid for this road gig. I'm I'm out here holding holding um holding John Boyce out of out of window ledge for publishing. Ah, <laughs> oh, poor John! You're not the vanilla ice of our company. I promise. No, I, that was the first name that came to mind, only because he's the best. That's true. Just like vanilla ice. Uh, Wait, so, I'm not the best bassist there is, but I was the best bassist like in the town where our band formed. Right, and you go you go on to be like a legendary producer or something, but it's only because he killed your brother. What town is our band from? It's got to be from some like 
Hot Springs, Arkansas. It just, it just hot. What it is is it's Hot Springs, but the state is never identified. Yeah, we're hot just from springs. a Hot Springs. It's like we're like evil Simpsons, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> every state has a Hot Springs, and you don't want to go to Nan of them. Turned out to be Hot Springs, Maine, all along. <laughs> oh God, that's nobody, so awful. No, nobody knew. Um, so, guys, I, I think it's fair to say that there is nothing of controversy to discuss in the college football landscape this week. Everything is fine. People on Twitter are treating each other respectfully and calmly, and everything's going great. So given that, we have decided we're just going to pretty much do a question show. And again, question show. That's, that's because there is, there is nothing of, of uh, consequence or negativity to discuss this week, not because we are ill-prepared. Yeah, never, never the last. No. Um, it's it's definitely because we didn't see or watch anything disturbing right. uh, in in college football news this right. week with our eyes. Right. Everybody, every, every, all the players are on their best behavior. Are the all the coaches are representing their schools well? All the fans are just just making me proud. Listen, bar none, everyone is is doing the right thing. Like Paul Rhodes, I am so proud of you, college football <laughs> fans on Twitter, whoever you are. Um. So, Roger, you're the host. You're, you're the leader of this particular pack. Why don't you start us off with question number one? Um, let's go to uh, Austin Coates uh, bu- at BundleUp97 on Twitter. Asked, what is the worst smell in college football? And my God, there are so many directions to go with this. This is, this is, this is the question you want to start with. Yeah, you know, I mean, okay. you know, just because everything's been so sweet smelling in college right. football right. and on Twitter, I just want to bring us all the way down. Um, you know, honestly, I think that uh, the honest answer would probably be, well, is Mark, Mark Mangino is still coaching, is he? Is he at wow. State? Yeah, he, he he's, is, he he's is. the offensive coordinator for Iowa State, I believe. Iowa State? Yep. Yeah. And I'm, um, I'm happy that my brain has that information and not a cherished childhood memory instead. <laughs> yeah, just, just just squeeze all that stuff right out. Mm-hmm. You need to know where Mark Mangino is for your personal safety. Love you, Mom. I don't know when your birthday is anymore. Uh, but you, I think really you've got to go – I think we've there are two major college football bovines, and you've got Ralphie and you've got Bevo. Wait, unless – I mean and, – and if you're familiar with cows – is a is a buffalo mm-hmm. a bovine? Uh, sure, it is now. It's <laughs> okay. Roger, Roger went to Northwestern. <laughs> they know all kinds of stuff about animals. Right. Yeah, we're big on the meat studies. I'm, I'm going to say um, Ralphie smells way worse than Bevo because Bevo doesn't move. Mm-hmm. They just sort of fan him with waves of money. Mm-hmm. Whereas whereas Ralphie has to she has to actually get up and I believe it's a she right now. She has to actually do work. Plus, she's got all you know basically a fur coat on, insul- further insulating all that. So, so if the question then is which mascot you've essentially taken this question, Roger, and, and turned Very it into literally. which mascot is the stinkiest of them all? Well, animal smells are by nature, you know, worse than human smells. Even really bad human smells. But even here, the worst smell I make is like on par with like my dog's like sweetest smelling fart. But here's the problem mm. that I have with that theory: you're suggesting that an animal that is beloved by its institution, well cared for by its institution, probably washed regularly, smells worse than a college student who climbs into a costume that may not have been washed in a decade. Do you see what I'm saying here? 
So it's not so much the live mascots who are just all good dogs doing what it is they do. Uh, all animals are dogs, by the way. It's probably those, you know, the creepy, the creepier version, which are the the fuzzy costume mascots. I'm just saying, a 19 year old whose mother would be horrified to see his dormitory in Gainesville gets into that Albert costume on a hot Saturday in October at noon for a game that Florida loses by 20 points. And you're Mm. telling me that that smells better than a majestic bison. Yeah. Well, and also the question, like you said, is, you know, wow. Smell it. That one. Yeah. Smell is in the eye of the beholder. That's you know? not. That's not what you used to smell. No, you need. You need to go back to Northwest. <laughs> smell, <laughs> smells in the nose of the beholder, though. Like, because, because, <laughs> like, a Colorado fan might go around Ralphie and smell, you know, this horrible, you know, buffalo smells, and be like, "This is the symbol of my institution." Whereas, no one really wants to be associated with those fuzzy costume mascots. You know, no one likes those. So it's it's it the, it, the smell. Both smells are bad. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah. and you could certainly say that you know the kid in the costume um, has less of an excuse to smell so bad. Like sure. he has a shower next to his bed, you know, which we can only say about maybe like one bison in the world, which is Ralphie. Um, but the key is that um, no matter how bad Bevo or Ugga or whoever smells, somebody likes it. Oh yeah, that's true. You're talking about Musk now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's that too. There's that too. The other, the other Ralphies like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now we're talking about which mascot's the sexiest. Oh. See, how, see how things take <laughs> oh, a turn. Hey, you know what? I'm I'm sticking with Ralphie. You're sticking with. I mean, Ralphie does have that sort of raw, unbridled power. You know, mm-hmm. he's sort of by definition. When you see Ralphie run out, he is saying, "I have the sexual prowess of these five or six strapping young men that are trying unsuccessfully to corral me. Mm-hmm. That's pretty, that's pretty sexy. Yeah. He's like, he's like, untamed. He's just talking about the WK. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I don't care. This has already gone bad. Congratulations, Roger. Another successful podcast led by you. Well, when you start with Mangino, it's, it's going to go sexy. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you think is the best smell in college football then? I, and I don't mean in the sexual way, just like, just the 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 thing that smells the best. I'm just picturing baseball fans being like the freshly cut grass on opening day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, no. no, college football doesn't have good smells. That's a terrible answer. I'm just saying, college football doesn't have good smells. Um, I think we have pleasing smells, but not ones that you'd like, not ones that you'd bottle and sell. Are you telling me LSU fans are not like bottling? <laughs> Tail, tailgate smells and put them on. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's, that's what it is. It's it's a, it's that grilling tailgate delicious mm-hmm. meat smell. Mm-hmm. My favorite college football smells quote is Nick Saban talking about being in the at midfield in uh, in Death Valley LSU and smelling bourbon. Sure, that's, that's what they water. That's a the, wonderful. Well, that's wonderful what they water the grass with. Experience. That's why. That's why Les Miles eats it. That's, that's why, that oh. explains a lot. A lot of the end of game. Oh my God! What is this? This <laughs> this is delicious. Les getting drunk on grass again. <laughs> <laughs> you joke, but there's a Louisiana person who's done this before. All right, we're gonna move on. Next question, Jason, you're up. Uh, this one heads our way from homegirl Lana Barry. She says, "Why is Roger there?" 
Um, I don't. Ooh, he's always here. Yeah, I'm just here. Respectfully, I mean, Atlanta, that's a that's a dumb question. I'm the host yeah. of this show, and I don't listen, particularly listen. appreciate. I know, I know you do. You, I know you do baseball podcasts. Um, whatever baseball is, uh, and you know you're a very smart person. But honestly, why is Roger? Th- Everyone knows why Roger is here. He's the host of this show, and he always has been. Oh well, that's why she's confused. Because if you think of Roger as the starting pitcher for our podcast, she thinks that that role should rotate. That we should have four oh, or five people. So she she wants Roger on a pitch count, right? But Rogers, Rogers like a pitcher from a time when medicine barely existed. Yeah, and was Roger, practiced out of barber shops. He's the old hoss Radburn of podcasts. He's got so many miles on that podcasting arm, and he doesn't care because you know what? Opium. He's got one of those amazing stat lines, like 48 wins, 25 losses, right. 700,000 strikeouts in one season. And he, and he conducted the team train all season <laughs> for, ex, for an extra $5 a week. All of the things that you're saying are true. I have it, yeah, I mean, that's just who I am, the podcasting horse. You Some, know? Somebody else asked this on Twitter, and I don't remember who it was, but it seems related. They asked if Roger was the most valuable member of SB Nation. I think based on everything we've just said, that's true. But their follow-up question was, why does Roger's hair always look wet? It's because I'm sweating so hard from all the dang work I'm doing carrying this organization. I mean, yeah, I I was going to say, the answer lies in your question. His hair is always wet. It's like the the wrestler Dean Ambrose. Uh That kind of hair. And and that's how he enters and and leaves the office, just like a wrestler. (laughs) It's weird because we have to turn the lights off and everybody's got to start cheering. My entrance music is good this year, though. And what would that be again? I need to pick my entrance music. (laughs) Who did we we just lose? (laughs) No, I think everybody's still here. Oh, okay. I heard the Skype sound. This is good radio. Oh, man. <laughs> Riveting. If you're still listening, shut down Fullcast, sponsored by <laughs> Minion. Brought to you by... My, my entrance music is is um, uh, Always on Time by Ashanti and Ja Rule. Oh, right. Just to signify that I'm always on time. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. But I you, mean, that, that you, doesn't just signify. I mean, that that, that just <laughs> says it. But yeah, we, we don't really need entrance music because it's just like every day, 9 a.m., we play Always on Time. Here's the thing, though. Ashanti featuring Ja Rule. Roger, I don't, I, you know, it's not like we're lifelong friends or anything, but I have found that you are always there when I call. Yeah, uh, since they invented cell phones, it's been a lot easier. Oh, do you think no. that's what that song is about? That, like, I'm not home? And, and Well, yeah, this is for, that was from, like, the last, I think that song is, like, you know how there are like entire episodes of like Seinfeld and Friends based around like someone not being directly near a phone and right. you watch them now and you're like, that's so silly. This entire plotline could have just been easily fixed, With you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Always on Time by Ja Rule and Ashanti is the last bastion of that era of technology. It's so like, weird that you're suggesting Ja Rule's work is not timeless. <laughs> Suspicious. I'm, I'm an extremely large Ja Rule fan, so when I do switch my entrance music, it's always in between Ja Rule songs. Right. Um, this is the most anybody's talked about Ashanti, by the way, since that time Ashanti didn't show up at family Thanksgiving and everybody was worried. Oh, well, yeah, she wasn't yeah. always on time. Like, it was disconcerting. Well, that's <laughs> because she didn't have Ja. Right. That's true. 
it made lo and behold he is the one who is always on time <laughs> it's a real it's a real gatekeeper keymaster situation <laughs> if you will put that in your ghostbusters remake god what are we even talking about what has happened to this college podcast? football is this a college football podcast? We talk about that's the only topic we've ever talked about on this program. We're talking about fucking Ashanti and Roger being a wrestler at our office. If you're just tuning in, thanks for joining us. This is College Football Podcast. <laughs> hey, I'm the host. Don't do that. Wow. It's yeah. my hosting oh, job. Wow. God, wow. God. He just he just he just you, pulled a rank. You know what? After <laughs> after 107 episodes, Roger has that right. He's been with us through thick and thin. I deserve that. That's cool. Do, do we have Ryan? Is it your turn to ask a question? God, I hope it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I will. We'll we'll ask something actually college football-y now. Uh, this comes from PMT at. Oh my God, it's going to be a nightmare. I thought it said Banana Space Prague, but it's Banak <laughs> Space Prague on Twitter. His uh-huh. question or her? I don't know. Twitter, you know, gender has no meaning on Twitter, certainly. Which team do you think is most likely to pull a huge non-conference upset this year? I have my I have my answer. I'm gonna real quick Google Iowa's schedule. Okay, okay. Just to see who uh, is lucky enough to play them. Wow. I mean, I, I'm gonna lead off with. As Roger apparently assembles a microwave, uh, I was I was getting some beers. <laughs> I'm going to lead. I, I I will say Memphis when they play Ole Miss. That is, I think, a mid a mid October game. Everybody everybody's all on that Memphis train, but I can't imagine that they will be going off the rails. Favored over Ole I, Miss. I feel like the winner of that one gets the pyramid. Wow. Right. What, what the hell would Old Miss do with the pyramid? I mean, guest house racist stuff on it, or <laughs> racist, racist guest house, or claim white people built it. I don't know. Man, that's harsh. Uh, now, uh, Iowa's uh, schedule does open up with. <laughs> it seems like they always play North Dakota State. This year, they yeah. do duck North Dakota State, but. They get the other team in the FCS title game. They get Illinois State at 11 a.m. Central. God. <laughs> so I'll go with that one. God. I looked at one game, and I've made my pick. That is that is great hustle. You know, I was, I, I was sadly, North Dakota State is my pick for this type of question literally every single year. Okay. Um, uh, and they're sadly not playing a uh, – because they're they, sadly because they scared because <laughs> they're scared yeah. uh-huh. they're yep. scared that one of these years they'll lose to a team <laughs> in the why are they duck in Minnesota <laughs> and um uh, earlier today I was talking with Ryan because uh, Ryan sometimes wears um, uh, t-shirts from teams that he thinks are about to have breakout seasons uh, so he was wearing a Texas State shirt mm-hmm. and he said to me Roger I know that Texas State will beat Florida State in their home opener. <laughs> yep, that, that's that's verbatim how it how it went down. And I said, Ryan, like, don't let your Florida bias like carry into this. And then he said, I let it carry into literally everything because oh, I shouldn't talk about the stuff we talk about at our media meetings where we plan against Florida State, where we, where we plot against the Knolls. Oh yeah, God, don't, don't let that. Did out you edit there. this out? No, this stays in. Wow. Stays in the podcast. This is a sacred space. This is is a safe space. 
And now, then, that, now that you've said that, and like eight people have heard it, uh, we got to come up with a new plan. We got we need a new team to screw. Who are we going to go in on? Shit. Are we taking down? Uh, I know. You know what would be fair um, is to go get Texas State because they were the ones that <laughs> That's true. started all this. So That's true. I think so fair Ryan, fair. sorry, your beloved Bobcats going down. Man. Oh. Dennis Franchone's newsletter scheme. <laughs> Fran. Ted again. Fran. He just learned how to use email, too. It's a shame. Uh, the funniest upset that I think we could have in the non-conference schedule, I'll throw this out there real early in the year, Virginia over UCLA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure, sure, that could happen. That would, I mean, sure, if you say so. Uh, that would that would be up there for me. I would also potentially throw North Carolina over South Carolina. Is that an upset? Though? <laughs> that's oh, that's a really fair question. I really don't know. I don't. Woe on you if you bet on either of those teams playing anybody, let alone each other, let alone in the cauldron of madness that is Bank of America Stadium. <laughs> but uh, Feel the Panther roar! I kind of feel like UNC would be favored by a point or two. I obviously haven't looked at the lines lately. Man, I mean... So, I didn't really follow what happened to uh, Ohio State after they lost in the second week last year, but I think right. I think they probably, like, you know circled that rematch against Virginia Tech to open the season this year. And I think the Buckeyes uh, could go and upset the Hokies. Wow. Yeah, that's a, uh, that's a, big, a big rivalry game. You know, I think um, – I just think their quarterback situation was, you know, holding it back last year, and I think they're ready to move forward this year. I feel year. like with a healthy Braxton Miller. Yeah. They'll have a they'll have a better chance against Virginia Tech because it was clear the two backups just weren't so, just weren't cut out. Ready. So yeah. so so there are no odds on UNC versus South Carolina yet. But, of course. Not. Oh, okay. but yeah. if you just look at the odds as to who's going to win the national championship in 2016, <laughs> South Carolina is higher than UNC. <laughs> What are those eyes? Oh, how, how many how many commas are we talking about? I mean, commas on commas on commas. Hold on, hold on. We're, I'm gonna find some better versions of these. Oh. I like that the comma has become rap music's favorite parenthetical mark. That's how it works, right? No. There's been an outburst of comma related songs over the past two years. Agree. Okay. Um. It's, all right. So yeah. M dashes ain't got shit on commas. So right now. <laughs> You're looking at South Carolina at plus 11,000 <laughs> for odds to win the title. Are you serious? These are futures, and I don't know how the hell they work. By comparison, Ohio State is the favorite favorite at yeah, plus like 450, oh. which I assume – I don't know. How okay. the hell does this work? God damn it. Well, what that well, is, is if you bet a dollar on South Carolina, uh-huh. you're getting back – Four, uh, you get 450 points of mana. Is it 11 or 110? <laughs> I think I assume I assume it has to be. Wait, well, is it 11,000 or 1100? 11,000 plus 11,000. So yeah. that means if you put down 100 dollars, you would get down 11,000. So yeah. okay, so if you put if you put 100 dollars on Ohio State, at you get plus 450. 450. You get 450. All right. Yeah. So 
Roger went to Northwestern. He knows Man. all this stuff. Thank you, Roger. That was immensely helpful. I got a B minus in statistics. It was the only math course I took. So, so South Carolina's one hundred and ten to one to win the national title. <laughs> That's a, okay. But, I guess anybody will put money on. Things. But North Carolina is three hundred to one. North the, Carolina is tied with Pitt, NC State, and Rutgers. Fucking Rutgers. <laughs> is that three thousand to one? Thirty thousand. It's thirty. 30 it's thirty thousand. Oh, okay. So it's so yeah. It's, it's man. God. This is brutal. If you if you're if you out there bet on UNC <laughs> to win the national title in football, Ooh. we want you to host this podcast next Ooh. week. Ooh. This is rough. Sorry, Roger. This is rough. I mean, whereas South Carolina is tied with Utah and slightly behind Michigan. Man, why do people bet on college football? This seems like the worst decision you could ever make. I mean, especially college football, like the fun thing is Conceivably, it has you know so few teams out of the 128, or is it 129 this year? Are exactly capable? Unless, are we're, cap- unless we're letting UAB have like a, a ceremonial oh, spot. Man, I forgot about that. Wow. No, I think I think you got to give them odds, and I think those odds probably. <laughs> Why not? Even, They're right around South Carolina. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Rutgers has a chance. Then UAB deserves one, right? Yeah. Damn it. Hell yeah. Yeah. This isn't crazy, Roger. Please ask a new question. I'm so sad. Um, okay. Uh, the next question is from Pete Mortensen at more Pete. Um, and his question is during the off season, would you rather watch CFL arena league or Jags Titans replays? So he's proposing some alternative, uh, random football options for the off season. And I'm going to go out on a live here and say that I'm all for, crazy ass random football spinoffs like the CFL and Arena League that are like just significantly more like we're just gonna throw random entertaining things in than like any version of like extremely popular American like versions. Have this I- will not be surprising to anyone out there because um we did send Roger to the Bahamas Bowl just a few mm-hmm. months ago. Yeah. And he just interviewed Dan Hawkins, head coach of USA football. Man, that is – can we just talk for a minute about the, the fact that somebody said, who should represent us internationally as a responsible diplomatic man? And we said, Dan Hawkins. Dan Hawkins should do it. Who was the second choice? <laughs> well, um, I know that – Jerry Glanville seems of the same genre. Charlie Weiss would have been great because then we could have had a headline. We could have run a story a year from now that's like, yep. United States is paying Charlie Weiss for the next ten years. <laughs> I think so, Charlie send Charlie out there. We got a fucking diplomatic incident on our hands. So the reason they they the Dan Hawkins not to actually talk about like football and stuff. That's fine. But the reason Dan Hawkins is there is um, uh, he said uh, well his son played professionally in Sweden, which is a thing you can do. And he was like, oh, people play football outside of America. And then his son was also on the U.S. national team, and he was like, "Oh, this is a neat thing." So, so, so he's just my point dad? is there. <laughs> yeah, and now his son's on the staff. Oh. So there are like, uh, there are like people playing professional football in Sweden, and I just wanted to throw that out there that that's a thing that happens, and I think that's like a, <laughs> a pretty solid life choice. You know, that sounds good. That doesn't. Yeah. Sound, I mean. When, you got when you that, get your the, horrific 
head injury, like they'll actually take pretty good care of you because it's Sweden. Yeah. Sweden will give you a new head. Brand yeah, new. That's just pop one on. You know how much it costs? And it comes from a model. Zero dollars. Yeah, and, you'll 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 come back looking prettier. And then you get six years paid vacation. And it's all fine. I mean they don't have like peanut butter or sugar in Sweden, but other than that, everything's great. Well they do, but but the only downside is it's really good for you. Oh, it's so good for you. It's just made of vitamins and minerals. Have I ever told you my arena my arena league experience? No. Please do. <sighs> Now's the, the time. Now's As the, time. the host, I grant you permission. Uh, so Tampa has a arena league team called the Tampa Bay Storm. Uh, and in my time growing up in Central Florida, I only went to one Tampa Bay Storm game. And this is how I learned what the pregame ceremony, at least at the time, was. Um, we You sing the national anthem, and then the PA announcer asks everyone to uh, have a moment of silence. And at the time, you think, well, maybe we're remembering um, a public figure who died or the sacrifices of fallen soldiers or policemen, firemen, or whatever. We're doing something earnest. He takes a beat after everyone's silent, and then he bellows, you've just witnessed the quiet before the storm. That's <laughs> very good. It's, it's, man, it is jarring when you think that you're <laughs> supposed to be remembering something somberly and it turns out to be a fucking pun. Now, if you're a longtime Tampa Bay Storm diehard and somebody out there is laughing at the thought of that, but no, 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 no. I assure you there are longtime oh, yeah. Tampa Bay Storm diehards. How do you keep it buttoned up during the clap before the storm? No. You're just losing your mind. You're just shaking with, I got to yell, I got to yell, I got to. And do, let, do they like draw it out for like a really big game? It's, oh, I hope so. I hope that, it's like it's like four minutes of silence. I hope they bring I hope they bring like a trumpeter out there as if he's gonna play taps. And he's just like <gasps> And then <laughs> the quiet before the storm. Thank you for paying eleven dollars to watch this game. You guys wanna name an arena football league team? Absolutely. Mm. Uh, there should be one named like Venom. There probably is. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, but, LA has larceny. LA yeah, has the the, uh, the, the, uh, the the Amarillo Venom. They're not in the hitting me. They're not in the they're not in the uh, arena league, but they're in the um, they're in like a minor arena league. Like there's also there's the also AFL squared. With there's the also the Nashville Venom. There are two Venoms. Yeah. <laughs> you hit the, well, you hit the Daily Double. Is Atlanta United? <laughs> yeah, that's well. The thing is, in soccer, it's like United or like City, and in arena football, it's Venom. Yeah, it's Venom. Yeah, yeah. Like that, real, it's like Venom the AFC. AFC. <laughs> yeah, or, or just any like anything that you can fit an X into. Yeah, there was there was once the Dallas Vigilantes. That was one. Um, Are you sure that's not? That sounds like it was an XFL team. Ch- Chicago had the politicians. Roger, I'm looking at the damn Wikipedia list <laughs> for a reason. Chicago had the what now? The politicians. Ah, oh, they're so greedy and mm-hmm. corrupt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're gonna, uh, I don't know, dude. Hang on. How can you be corrupt? Houston. Like, Houston has one of my favorites, the Thunder Bears. <laughs> That's not a type of animal. The Thunder Bears. 
That's beautiful. Um, Nashville had the cats with a K. <laughs> that was a predecessor to the Venom. I just found out on their Wikipedia. But here's the thing: they the had, cats and then the Venom. They had the cats. as long as you don't have cats with Venom. If, if, so I guess you can't go K A T Z because then everybody thinks you're a Jewish deli, right? Yeah, that's unfortunate. Chicago politicians, um, <laughs> folks, folks out there, uh, that was real. Yeah, I There's, didn't make that up. No, I was sure, certain you did. Uh, it had horrible SEO because, like, if you search Chicago politicians, you yeah, get it's like political <laughs> news. You do not get 1986 arena football news, so that's probably why they abandoned it. But that's staggering. <laughs> that's the worst name ever. Like, that's something they would make up in like a movie to be like the team from like Washington that, like, you know, the underdog beats in the end. No, you know? I got I got the worst name. New Orleans. New Orleans had a team. That competed in 1991 and 1992, and the name of the team was the New Orleans Knight, as in the time of day. <laughs> that was pretty good. How was I mean, that uh, good? Well, think it's, about it. It, it, it. That that wouldn't work for most cities, right? But you know, you, you want a mascot that's that you want a mascot that's scary, that's dangerous, mm. that that it's going to take you places you know that that you might not like where you end up. And, and few things in the universe describe that better than New Orleans Knight. They went four, I, they went four and six and then zero oh and ten. How about Miami Vice V I S E like <laughs> like, like, like you something you to, would torture like a person? Yeah, with? Like yeah. like please don't sue us. We're uh, the Miami Vice, Vice like the wrench thing. Vice. You could use us for woodworking. Just say it quickly. We're the Miami Vice. <laughs> the list of defunct mm-hmm. arena football league franchises is Pretty like special. yeah. I mean if you if you put one of these line, you get at least three pages of text. Yeah, it's pretty spe- – it's – yeah, ooh, man. All right, we got to move on. Uh, anyway, watch uh, the Arena League and CFL because they're just dumb. Hold on. Can you guys – can we just get a moment of silence, please? For the Oklahoma City Yard just, Dogs? Just, just Jason, please. <laughs> I can't do it. Roger. Oh. <laughs> You've just witnessed the quiet Woo! before the storm. Yeah. <laughs> Get him. Oh. And then Jeff Car- Garcia's nephew goes out and throws for 700 yards or some shit. God bless you, Arena Football. God bless you. You will never threaten the NFL. And that's why you were allowed to live. Uh, Jason, let's go to our next question. This one comes to us from Matt. Matt says sports is the Twitter handle. It's a very good one. Uh, you only have five dollars to spend on food for a month. Do you live in Chinese buffet or CC's Pizza? Ooh, man! Now CC's Pizza. Um, I'm not sure how national they are, but just imagine extremely budget pizza buffet chain. Um, emphasis on every one of those words um, where I don't think it's like Stevie B's where you get the wacky combos where you could like sort of have a complete diet like at least I'll have a carrot pizza it's got yeah. vegetables on it. Yeah. I think CeCe's more like do you want pepperoni or pepperoni they yes. also have like dessert pizzas they do have dessert pizza yeah. yeah you get your apple pizza that's how you get your fruit uh huh yeah uh, CeCe's is best described as imagine the staff of a poorly rated La Quinta was like, hey, we've been doing this breakfast thing forever. We should open a pizza restaurant. And that's when, what they did. Uh, when I was in high school, when we were like, you know, you, you have you have a job and you work like eight minutes a week and you think like, oh man, I work hard for this money. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to spend it, you know, we would go and, and do the thing at the CC's where like you get like four of you at a table and you have a few of you waiting outside oh, and you, the perfect crime <laughs> and you gradually, uh, it, exchange members through the door so that, you know, eventually there's a whole new four sitting at the table. Um, and that way you feed eight people with, you know, I mean, shit, this, this fucking meal, it costs like eight cents and that's about how much it's worth. Hey, but still, hey, you, you got to save all that stuff for Pokemon cards. Hey man, Jesus fed the multitudes with a meal meant for four people and they called that a miracle. Take me to jail, CCs. Yeah, CCs, what's your problem? <laughs> What's wrong with this country? But, uh, I mean, as far as Chinese buffet versus CC's, Chinese buffet, at least it's got – you're sort of rolling the dice. You know, maybe you, you get an okay one. Maybe you get one that's worse than CC's. Well, well Chinese um, buffet is definitely more likely to have a major health code issue than a CC's. Sure, 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 because CC's, there's, there's a single point of oversight, whereas a Chinese buffet, maybe it's chain, maybe it's one guy, maybe it's not even really a place. Mm-hmm. You know, but at least it's going to have vegetables. Um, they might be a month old. Mm-hmm. They, might still be, they might still be growing. I don't know. You get I some protein. Like you rolling the dice and yeah. – you know, I, I think that's worth doing. Just please, God, don't eat CCs for a month. Here's the other. Here's- Nutritionally, do you think you could survive in either? Like, like if you were just living there in perpetuity? It, wait, in perpetuity or for, for a, month? a month? Um, because was- the insanity would kill you in perpetuity. Yeah, you're going to be like clawing you're- at the walls. What you've described is CC's life imprisonment. Like if you're trapped on a desert island and they have a CC's. And they have a CC's? Like, yeah, yeah. They're like no employees. It's just like a perpetually stocked CC's. Oh, it's just like, the shittiest It's just the huh. shittiest mirage in the world. It's like is that going to keep you so alive? Like, you're an years? X-Man and that's your power is stocking CC's. <laughs> yeah. Summon CC's. Summon dessert pizza. <laughs> like I think I think that would be a delicious desert island. Um as opposed to most desert islands. Now, have you been to a CC's? <laughs> okay, I, I actually have a college football CC's related experience. I ate a CC's pizza once uh, in Tampa after the 2010 Outback Bowl. My God. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. So yeah. you so let me back up. You went to Raymond James Stadium. Yes. Which is across the, the ship. Across the street from a shitty Yankee Stadium knockoff. Yeah, and um and near so, a bunch of strip clubs. So you uh, went there at eleven in the morning on New Year's Day. No, it's worse. Oh, it's God. worse. It's worse. Um like we didn't like uh so um like my greatest Tampa – my greatest way I can summarize Tampa, not only having been in Tampa for three years, is that on New Year's, I just like like threw up in like a pretty crowded like pizzeria in Ybor City and like no one really like said anything or did anything. Well, yeah, because it's, like, it's not you, shocking. Oh, like you threw up on the floor right over there and that's just going to happen. Yeah. And, and then uh, – so that ended poorly. So then we went to the game. We didn't really eat anything. There were no like free outback items, sadly. Um, Northwestern ended up coming back from 14 down twice and then losing in overtime because uh, the kicker uh, missed a field goal off the upright and also broke his leg on the kick and they didn't have a backup kicker. So they ran this weird trick play. Uh, it didn't work. Um, and we decided that, and like, so we were bummed out. And like there was a long wait for a taxi, and we were like, 
okay, like we don't know how Tampa pub- – there is no Tampa public transportation so far as I can tell. So we like walked a good four miles around the airport, which is the most desolate place in the world I have ever been. And we found a CeCe's Pizza and we were just sad there and ate sadness pizza. Uh, Roger, yeah, that all sounds about right. I don't know if you know this, but uh, at that game, quarterback for Northwestern, Mike Kafka, set the Outback Bowl record with 532 passing yards. He also yeah. set the Outback Bowl five record interceptions, with yeah. five interceptions. And yeah. you got to see Gene Chizik on the cusp of his greatness. And I believe the next day Cam Newton committed to Auburn. He was like, that's, that's him. Man. This is I got to get on board with this. Yeah, I, I can win an Outback Bowl here. Hey, man, Gene Chizik, perfect in bowl games. Can't say that about Saban. Can't say that about Saban. Uh, let's take a slight detour here. We've talked about Tampa impromptu twice now. I think that this is the point, Jason. Unfortunately, where we point out that you are in, you're you're in Tampa, St. Petersburg, as we speak. Yeah, I'm in the Greater Metro Tampa. I'm in Oldsmar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when, and when I besmirch Oldsmar, um, uh, Tampa folks, uh, what what is the word for Tampanians? Yeah, I think Tampans? that's right. Sure, Tampaneers, Tampaneers, Tampaneers. Um, whenever whenever I besmirch, it's not Tampons, Tampanies. That's Tamp- what it is. Tampots say mm-hmm. that's not Tampa. You yeah. know, which that all that goes to show is it's totally Tampa. Tampasian devils. That's what we're called. If you Google Tampins, it Wikipedia page redirects to people from Tampa, Florida. It's like Tampins doesn't work. We okay. got to make it people from Tampa, Florida. Tar- tarpons. We're all half fit. <laughs> yeah. and, um, and upon entering the Metro Tampa, um, I don't like to do the thing where it's like, oh, this town is nothing but chain restaurants. But yep. like, my God, yep. like it was seriously, we passed four McDonald's before we got to our hotel and like innumerable subways is like, like, people make jokes about Atlanta having a lot of chain restaurants. They ain't seen shit, yeah, man. Yeah, you, you don't know how many chilies we got. You can't, you can't blame a place for Subways. Is. Subways is are like mushrooms, man. They just, like, grow up wherever, like, they're kind of like, find life. Yeah, they're like green mold. Tampa was a fun place to grow up because when people said, hey, let's go to Chili's, you had to ask which one. Cause, yeah. Because you just, had a lot of and, choices. And you can't just say, like, which neighborhood. No. Like, you need a street address. <laughs> and then it's like, well, which floor? <laughs> which Wait, wait, wait. Which sub-basement is this Chili's in? <laughs> like, our hotel, there's Applebee's across the street. Yep. There's, I mean, like, like seriously, every chain restaurant you can imagine, we've passed, like, copies after copies of it. This place is amazing. It's like, it, it's like running through a cartoon chase scene down a hall where you see the same lamp over and <laughs> over. like, wait a Except second. it's got jalapeno These, a- these animators really <laughs> mailed it in. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> Tom and Jerry are going back to TGI Fridays. This is bullshit. And even like the the local places that they're like ah this this place is ours you got to try this place yeah. like there's a Frenchies which I'm told is a, a, a you know a, a decent local sports bar beach thing uh, but there's like nine of them yeah and they're like they're everywhere too yeah you know what's local Beefo Brady's that shit started in Tampa <laughs> you know what else started in Tampa Saint Petersburg Hooters somebody started that Hooters started in Tampa Outback started in Tampa. Do you know how many times the people who started Outback Steakhouse had been to Australia when they started their Australian-themed food restaurant? Is it one Probably or several few? dozen because they're you know very interested in researching and making yeah, it authentic, very right? It's the, very authentic. It's the the answer, answer is one or fewer, I believe. The answer is goddamn zero. 
They had never been to Australia. So back to my earlier question. Let's yeah. say you're stranded on a desert island, but it's actually Tampa. Uh-huh. Tampa you does survive have, <laughs> Tampa does have several islands. Mm-hmm. Um honeymoon <laughs> honeymoon state yeah. park is uh one of the more more famous local areas. And uh it's basically all rocks. Like it's it's a beach park where like there's no beach. It's like you're breaking out of the the Count of Monte Cristo or something. Like you're breaking out of Alcatraz. Like the beach is all rocks. And then you know, you look up and it's like, oh well the beach the island is made from trash, so cut it cut it a break. Then you go back and you eat it. Applebee's. Tampa. But we found, I think we found a better beach. I think it's called like Salt Sea Salt, salt Key, something like that. All right, sure. Yeah, it it's, seems like there seems like there's a better beach. We're gonna give it a try. I'm not giving up on you yet, Tampa. That's. I mean, good luck. I think all places are good. That's, that's yeah. Everywhere's fine. I'm not. I'm not complaining. It's just you know, when you expect beach and you get rocks, you 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 adjust. Yeah, but at least the rocks are really hot and there's trash. <laughs> <laughs> so you got that going for you. And in Roger's case, you can lose to Gene Chizik. Boy, Tampa sounds great. Why don't we all move there? Tampa's got something for everybody. Tampa's got something for everyone, and it's communicable. Congratulations. (laughs) Uh, I was supposed to be in Tampa as well at this point. I was going to go cover the Hulk Hogan versus Gawker uh, case trial. That's what what lawyers call them, case trials. I'm a smart man. Um, But that got postponed, so I may get to go to Tampa at a later date. Just for further Tampa-ness, what is the matter at dispute there? (laughs) Uh, A sex tape. Now we're talking Tampa. Yeah, yeah. Because two things – the one thing that Tampa is lousy with, other than chain restaurants, is professional wrestlers. The Undertaker was very nearly my neighbor at one point, which would have been amazing from a a trick-or-treating perspective. Yeah, because he's got – yeah. Oh my God. You think uh, here? Hey, hey, Paul Bearer. Can I get a mounds? Thank you. Yeah, and like every time you knock on a door, it's like, boom. <laughs> it would have been perfect. But yeah. Oh, I wonder if the Quiet Before the Tampa Bay Storm is based on his entrance. On Paul Bearer, man. Well, the taker, but yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, I hear. It. Yeah. God, that would have been magical. Not to be though. Um, thank you, Tampa, for raising me and teaching me not to love. I appreciate it. Roger, Roger, are you building something else now? <laughs> what the is hell? Again? Roger, yes. did you just put on a sweater? Did you swallow your laptop? No, I was just clicking on some stuff. Like Kirby, <laughs> like, like Kirby from Mario. <laughs> oh, oh shit! He's spitting tabs at me. <laughs> yeah, but I can I can take all the powers of whatever website I swallow though. Congratulations! All right, uh, let's move on to this question from. Patty Jones at Dr. Patty Jones on Twitter. The broom seems passe. What is the new household item for top tier QB training? Um, I think the wet jet, the Swiffer wet jet would be pretty good. Cause you know, the, the broom, the broom is, is does simulate, you know, the unnatural scarecrow like arms that a defensive lineman has. We all know that they don't have hands. They just have straw sticking out because they just got to find that wizard. Damn it. Well, and, and they're all extremely clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the wet jet, I think, would have the advantage of that same sort of length and in your face, but you could spray them, and that would simulate inclement weather conditions and also, yeah. you know, help them get clean. And, like, you know, defensive tackles who spit. 
Oh yeah, that's a real. Oh, go Gators. That's a problem. Yeah, that sounds. Go Gators. Go Canes. Not Florida State though. They're good. Um, that would be my pick. What about you, gentlemen? I think I'm going to go with a chimney. <laughs> a chimney. I mean, a chimney is a very literal household item, I suppose. Yeah, my house has one. <laughs> right. It's, uh, it's really tall. Uh huh. It's uh, you know, it's really hard. If you run into it, you're taking a wallop. Um, it, it, I think I don't think you use it for a mobility drill because you know you just scoot around it. I think it's more for a straight fire kind of drill. Um, but if you can throw over or around a chimney and hit something without even seeing it, you know, especially if it's on fire and you're near it, see, which just ups, ups the intensity. See, in my in my mind, I thought you were gonna have George Whitfield in like a back end <laughs> loader maneuvering a chimney around and accidentally dropping it on quarterbacks. Uh huh. That seems safe. Yeah, <laughs> we could do that too. I was thinking just stationary, but yeah, I like I like it. Let's modify this plan. Okay, perfect. George, call us. We can license this to you. Uh, Roger, is there a household item you want to? It's tougher because I don't really know any household items because I'm an idiot, 24 year old. Mm-hmm. Um, let, me, let me let me have... stop. Let me stop you here, Roger. Do you own a broom? Uh, I I uh... <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. wow. I, yes, I, I own a broom and, and a little little sweepy. Wow. Is, do you, is... And do you use it for like cleaning up after your dog? And that's the only thing. No, I use we sweep we sweep. Roger, do you own a vacuum cleaner? I don't own a vacuum cleaner. Do you own a mop? Right. Um, I, uh, I own a, uh, Swiffer. Okay. Have you ever ironed your clothes? Um, I don't think I've ever ironed my clothes. Roger? I that was to... a trick question because I'm 34 and I never have either. Roger? Uh, I'm... but I, I designed a QB drill though. I want you to answer this before we get there. I want you to okay. answer one more question. Honestly, have you ever Febrezed your clothes instead of washing them? Uh, I don't know. I genuinely have not. Okay. You're doing better than my brother then. Great. Wow. Okay. Um, here's my household item QB drill. You set a QB on a field, and you just throw a bunch of Roombas on there. He's got to you know make plays in the pocket while avoiding them. Hmm. It's inspired by the QB yep. pocket presence drill that they had in the early Madden games, right. where there were like little robots throwing balls at you, and like you didn't know what angles they'd come, and you'd have to move around. They were like shooting tennis balls, right? No, but they would like disappear once they got past you. They right, were like right, magical right. tennis balls, right? Yeah. So. I, I think I think uh, if you're trying to work on your quarterback's foot speed uh-huh. and um, you know awareness, um, you just set nine or ten Roombas loose out there, and I don't know if if they don't like. I don't really they're, know how they're going to need to be all terrain Roombas. You're going to need to jack those things up, put some big tires yeah. on them, mm-hmm. so Grave, they can actually move around on grass. Grave digger, the Roomba. Oh, I mean, why do you need to be on grass? To oh, I guess the quarterback needs to learn how to run on grass. I guess, man, we ain't going to have him do this in your kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of offense are we running? That's some Georgia Tech shit right there. Especially since you don't mop it. <laughs> Yeah, he's hey, gonna hurt himself. It simulates grass because it's unmopped. Actually, if he can move his feet on Roger's kitchen floor <laughs> with all that stickiness, he's he's building up incredible leg strength and you, and, and burst. Oh, uh, you have nobody. You have no idea how many otter pops Roger has spilled on this floor. <laughs> You're gonna win a championship, son. <laughs> Your feet are coated like um uh, uh, uh like moccasins, mm-hmm. like uh no no, no like. The, the paint on feet that, that people in this continent used to use. That's what you got on your feet now. That's what you got. That's They're impervious to injury. Yeah, you're like Robocop, but without power. Just got to mo- maneuver around with that heavy metal body on this sticky floor. Uh, are we, are, is, do we have, does anybody have any more questions they want to hit before we wrap it up? Somebody's got to have one. 
Hmm. Uh, okay, uh, let's see. If Spencer stays there forever, Who's I don't Spencer? know what in the world that means. Yeah. Who is the last SB Nation writer that would be invited on? I believe I believe oh. maybe a crook on Twitter is referring to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, if 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 one of our permanent three members were to leave, um, who's last on the depth chart? Wow, this is a harsh question to answer. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I mean, probably Spencer, though, right? Whoever that is, yeah. Who who is that? Given that we don't know him, um, I think he's a like a. He writes like. Um, do you like mean the storm? Desk. Do you mean the yeah, storm? Yeah, he does the like he does like uh, MMA. He writes news whatever. desk baseball hits. Oh, like you know when like Zach Greinke's like uh, like you know. ACL is torn. Do baseball players tear their ACLs? No, they don't have. Uh, them. That's, otherwise, they play <laughs> that football. Would, that would require running. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's like we send it to Spencer, and he like gets the job done. You know, like gets it up quickly. Yeah. So hit search engines. I honestly yeah, don't know who the last person we would ask on is. Yeah, I mean, I like everybody. I mean, but I guess that you know that that, that there would be a last. You know, and you could say like, "Oh, it'd be Jim Bankoff because he's too busy doing far more important things than this this horrible program." That's not true. He's doing things to make this program even better every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all he's doing. He's taking meetings, telling people, "Hey, have you heard about shutdown forecast? America's number yeah. one export." When he's talking with you know premium advertisers who want to advertise on premium digital content, mm-hmm. he just presses play. <laughs> And then sits back and watches his money roll. Holy in. shit! They're just throwing. They're just they've they've taken out their checkbook and he and he wrote on it, "My firstborn child," because that's what it takes to to sponsor Shutdown Fullcast. That's why it's never sponsored. That's why. <laughs> that's why we're never brought to you by anything. Nothing. Because nobody can afford us. It's too. It's too premium of content. That's brought why. to you by an ad executive's firstborn child. Though it'd be one hell of a <laughs> like. Do we wait yeah. until the child if is you're, born? If you're going to do that, go do it. I mean, we don't want your child, but we will say that we're brought to you by your child. Yeah. Jason's already got a child. Roger basically is a child. So <laughs> between those, we're set. Um, Roger, Roger is my son. Wow. It's nice that you let me host, though. It really makes me, you know, feel like I'm part of the family business. It's weird that Roger is your son and your boss. I mean, I guess that's the Lane Kiffin thing, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Learn from the best. <laughs> Congratulations, Roger. You've been compared to Lane Kiffin. <laughs> and you know, I do keep falling up in spite of my failures. That's kind of you. Um, yeah, no, that's... <laughs> that, yeah. All right, we're going to end with this one. This one comes from Justin Ferguson at jferguson.br. Jeff Driscoll was on the 2014 Maxwell watch list. Ellipses. What's the worst prediction you've ever made? Oof. I know what my, my, mine is, and that is that the movie Swordfish was going to be good to go to with friends. Hmm. Let's see. Well, that the first one that comes to mind for me is another movie. Uh, I think it was after Fast and Furious. Sylvester Stallone did a racing movie oh. called Driven, yeah. where like they steal like a Formula One racer and drive it around the city and... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put that one up there, sure. Okay. Roger, worst prediction you've ever I'm made. I'm trying to think of some really bad predictions. I've, I've had, you know, lar- large changes of heart about, like, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of bad predictions. 
the only thing that's coming to mind is the fact that I listened to System of a Down when I was 12, and then I like suddenly stopped listening to it for like a few months, and then I listened to it again, and I was just like, why did I think that this was my favorite musical band? This is not very good at all. And then I got rid of all their songs. Do you know what a prediction is? I know, but I, I'm blanking. I'm blanking. That's this not. Is, that's not even slightly a prediction. I think I, he's saying he predicted predicted that I that, that I would be my favorite band, and that's just Jesus. change of heart. Jesus, <laughs> look, look. If you need to find another host of the shutdown full cast in future weeks, we because of my that. failure Why to answer this that? question. Why would we break first, up the damn first band? of all? Roger, you're fired. <laughs> this is the last show you'll ever host. I, I, I realize you're in charge, but this is a mutiny. <laughs> you know, I accept it. Wow. Can I, can I have the flare gun? Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.